Welcome to Marvel Studios News. My name is Sean Gerber. This is episode 79 of our show in which I will be recapping and reviewing season five of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., particularly the season finale, and also talking about where the show can go for season six now that we know it's been renewed. But before I get into it, I have a couple of folks to thank. Thank you very much to John Shecker and Jack Sherlock. They are our latest patrons over at patreon.com slash Marvel Studios News, which means they are eligible to receive exclusive content that is not available anywhere else. Over on our Patreon, we do Patreon credit scenes, which are basically tags for a lot of the episodes for a lot of the main episodes that we do. So for example, we have our we did our Avengers 4 Speculation Spectacular earlier this week and we did a Patreon credit scene where we talked about Miss Marvel and some Infinity War box office updates. We've got next week it will be our Deadpool 2 spoiler review. So we will have a Patreon credit scene in which we're going to be talking about how Deadpool could then fit and move from that film into the MCU and whether or not that involves the X-Force film and the overall future of Deadpool in the wake of the potential Disney-Fox deal closing in about a year from now. So we talk about all of that, and our Patreon credit scenes are available. All of them are available for just a dollar a month. I also do weekly Q&A shows, and that's available for just $3 a month. And you can we have a lot of other – we have other different tiers that, uh, that provide additional exclusive content Content not available where anywhere else, not available anywhere else, and you can find all of that at Patreon.com/slash Marvel Studios News. And if you do sign up, it actually does give you a private RSS feed, a private RSS link that you can use to subscribe via your podcatcher, and it uses most of the a lot of the most popular podcatchers out there, including Apple Podcasts. So you can actually get all of your content, the main show as well as the Patreon exclusive stuff all in one feed so you don't have to go two places to get your Marvel Studios news content unless of course you want it in a different format. You can get the Marvel Studios news written content over at the website marvelstudiosnews.com and socially you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Marvel Studios News and on Twitter at Marvel Newscasts. So that's enough out of all these updates and where you can get our content. Let's go ahead and talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into it with Season 5 of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Now, this is going to be a spoiler show. It's just me. Paul's not caught up on the show, but I figured I, I have some thoughts about the show that I, I definitely want to share. But this will be spoiler talk. I'm going to be talking about not necessarily every single thing in Season 5, but recapping the major events, including the finale. So if you have been watching the show but aren't totally caught up on uh, the end of the season, then you may want to wait and listen to this show afterward. Or, uh, But if you don't care about being spoiled, if, you, if you're either caught up or you just kind of want to know what's been happening on the show, but you haven't actually been watching it, then you are, of course, free to proceed. But either way, at this point, the spoiler warning's been given, so I uh, have no responsibility for it at this point because uh, the warning's been provided. So... Uh, I think I want to just go ahead and start with the with the finale, and then I'll get into what happens. You know, recapping some more stuff from the season, and then getting into what happened, what you know, what to expect from next season. Or actually, I guess it's better in case you haven't been keeping up but want to just listen to the show anyway. Where we're at with season five? So season five, um, 
began it picked up where season four left off where some of the many of the members of the team uh except for basically Fitz, had been taken and then we saw that they had been shot out into space but then turns out they not only were they shot out into space they were actually moved forward about a hundred years into the future more like 90 i think but basically a century into the future and they were actually on earth but earth had been destroyed and as they were coming to learn, uh, and or what was left of Earth was basically the lighthouse. It was just this multi-level base that ended up being a shield base that actually already did exist on Earth. But anyway, that was uh, controlled by uh, that was controlled by the Kree, and so uh, based basically the whatever of humanity had survived was being controlled by the Kree. And then whenever they found inhumans, they had those inhumans battle each other and they sold them off to whomever the highest bidders were. And so that's what the shield agents were, uh, were working. Uh, that's what they were working against uh, for most of the season. In fact, even I'd say just probably a little more than half the season they were dealing with that. Uh, and then of course, what they thought at the time as they were in the future is that, uh, Daisy, AKA Quake, previously known as Sky, had caused that with her powers and caused the earth to crack. And then, of course, what was left of the world is what we see in that uh, time period in the future. And so once S.H.I.E.L.D. got back, they needed to, uh, all of our dear agents needed to try and prevent uh, that future from coming to, uh, needed to prevent from coming to fruition. And that's where. You know, it just kind of got crazy because there was uh, Fitz who had been left behind, had uh, you know basically frozen himself so he could catch up with everybody in the future. More on that in a second. And so when the Shield agents got back, Fitz and Simmons finally became Fitzsimmons and got married. And then turns out this new character named Deke, whom we met in the lighthouse in the future, was actually their grandchild. I know it just gets weird. Uh, but anyway, if you, especially if you weren't keeping up and following along the whole way. And then uh, eventually it became a thing about going back to the Gravitonium. That was, a th- that was a callback all the way to the first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That was kind of a substance that they learned was going to be critical in causing or preventing this, disa- this, uh, this destruction of Earth. And then somehow, of course, uh, you know, Talbot gets into it and Talbot becomes Gravitron, which is actually a villain from the comics. He's not Talbot really in the comics, but whatever. This is just for the purposes of S.H.I.E.L.D. And they have to go ahead and stop him. And that is what leads us to the finale. And so the reason and, and I've actually thought overall, I know that summarizing it in the span of just a couple minutes there makes it seem just totally wacky and, and crazy and doesn't make sense. But they actually made all of this make sense throughout these episodes. And there's obviously way more to it, but I can't recap every single individual episode or the show would go on forever and even longer than most of the shows I do usually take. So I don't want to, I'll spare you some of that, especially for those of you who have seen it, you don't need me to recount everything for you. But uh, suffice to say, this was a very interesting season. This was certainly a big break from the basic concept of shield. I mean, but that's been happening for the show. I mean, ever since really season two or maybe season three, they were still kind of the spy show that had other things going on. But I mean, they started moving in with inhumans in season two and, and focusing more on superpowered stuff, but then they went cosmic with space and time travel and all these different things in season five. And, and so 
but as we move towards the back half of the season, that was where it kind of started to feel like we were moving toward uh, moving toward the end, which is why even though Shield had performed okay ratings-wise, not significantly worse than it ever had even after moving to Friday night, which is not necessarily the most popular night for network television. And so even after moving there, the ratings were okay, but S.H.I.E.L.D. continued to be a great show, uh, a very solid performer in terms of its uh, its DVR numbers. So people were recording S.H.I.E.L.D. and watching it later. They just weren't necessarily, uh, just weren't necessarily watching it live. And uh, anyway, the creative in this season, you can tell that they wrote it, and, and they said as much in an interview, but... Uh, you could tell they wrote the back half of this season as if it might need to serve as the end of the show. Because if this was the end of the show, if last night's finale was the end of the show, I think they'd be just fine to end there. That doesn't mean they have to end there, and obviously they're not going to. But if they if they did, uh, it would have been, uh, a, I think, a satisfying finale for the entire run of the show. Because there's the other things that they were setting up towards the back half obviously having the gravitonium and and putting so uh, putting so much emphasis on that and having it be a thing that that called all the way back to season one having Fitz and Simmons who've gone through so many different things and trying to be together finally be together and get married and then they were also setting up a romance between Colson and Melinda May but uh, the sad part about that is Colson is uh, Colson is dying and so it was just really interesting to see, you know, all of these things coming together. They were trying to provide resolution. And meanwhile, they had been building up Daisy as basically the future leader of the team. And then, of course, the finale really kind of defied and, and subverted uh, a lot of those uh, a lot of those expectations. So as far as the, the finale goes, I want to break it down in a couple of different ways in terms of what happened and then also what didn't happen. So in terms of what happened on the show, I thought the finale was, I thought the finale was pretty good. I mean, it was, it was surprising because again, huge spoiler alert, but I already gave it, um, in the attack. And and of course there was a, the second to last episode of the season, leaving the, the shield agents with a, it left the team with a choice. Do they save Colson or save the world? And of course they were leaning towards saving Colson. Uh, but he ultimately refused that. And he gave the centipede serum, which again, go all the way back to season one of agents of shield sneaks it into, uh, Daisy's gauntlets or whatever, so that she can use it to ultimately def- defeat Talbot slash Gravitron. Um, but really what all that means is it's, it's basically Coulson sealing his own fate. And it is also, uh, in the, in the attack, in the collateral damage Fitz is killed. But remember, again, if you haven't been watching, remember I said that he froze himself to, so that he could be revived 90 years in the future and catch up with the team there when they did the whole time travel thing. So the frozen version of Fitz is still out there. So that's why, and that's where the team is going to go and, and find him at the end of it. And so it was still shocking though, because I kind of forgot about frozen floating Fitz out in space somewhere. So when he died, I was like, oh, and that really sucks because that's so awful for Simmons. But 
Of course, she'll be reunited. But there's, in the timeline right now, there are two versions of Fitz, and one of them had to go. And so this one did, and then, of course, they'll go revive the other one. And it's the same guy, so I'm sure Simmons will be just as happy with that Fitz as she was with the one that bled out in front of Mac and Melinda May. And speaking of Mac... I kind of like the decision to have Mac be the leader of the team, and I like the swerve away from Daisy, and especially with the way they explained it, which was that, you know, Daisy, as well as Melinda and some of the other members of the team, they were not able to make the right decision in terms of they they couldn't stop their emotions of caring about Coulson and want their attachment to Coulson. They wanted to save Coulson over the world, and Mac... Uh, what was more important about Mac is that Mac didn't just make a decision to not save Colson. Mac was the one level head in the room because uh, you had Yo-Yo who was being the one to argue that they should uh, save the world and Colson needs to go. Not that she wanted Colson to die, but that she needed to that you know one life couldn't be uh, weighed couldn't be weighed over all the other lives in the world. And so I thought that was, in, but Mac being the level head in the entire debate, being the guy to say, look, let's just every, we all understand why everybody is, everybody is thinking the way that they are. Let's go ahead and let's put it to a vote. And I really liked that. I, I thought like that, that, you know, showing Mac's level head in this, although I could also make the argument that if he's going to be a leader, sometimes you just have to make the call and you don't get to put it to a vote for the whole team. But uh, Daisy's realization that maybe she shouldn't lead, that she should, uh, you know, as she kind of puts it, I'm paraphrasing here, but she wants to be like, she's there to be like the warrior. She's there to be a fighter. She's not necessarily there to have the cool level head and just make, uh, make the right decisions that are for the best of the team. Although I still think Daisy was capable of that. So if they had gone along and, and continued with her being the leader, I think I would have been just fine with that. But I'm also fine with Mac turning out to be, the new uh, the new director because if you remember I said Colson was dying and that's the implication at the end of the show he shows up into he's dropped off in Tahiti which is a magical place and he's left there with Melinda May and he's it's we're under the impression that he only has a few days or weeks to live and so that's the end of it is uh, the team is going to go off and find Fitz uh, to the frozen fits and reunite him. Melinda May is going to be there to be there, you know, to be there and be in love with Colson for however long the, his life lasts. And then presumably she could be reunited with the team. Meanwhile, everybody else is there. And Mac is the new director of shield leading into season six. And so that's why I think this could have served as a series finale is we have an end to Colson's story. We know where the team is going from here. So there is some promise of the future. And, uh, but I, I don't want to get too, I'll, I'll jump into season six in a bit, but I want to talk about, uh, I want to talk about what some people are wondering about, like what didn't happen in the finale. I've some, I've seen some people questioning and, and almost criticizing the finale for, and, uh, I've seen some criticism of it because it didn't address some of the things that it brought up a couple episodes ago. So in not the second to last, but the third to last episode, they established that they established that this timeline of everything that's happening right now on agents of shield is concurrent with infinity war because they actually mentioned Thanos's name and that Thanos is in the midst of attacking earth. And so it created this thing of, 
well, if Thanos is already attacking Earth, then we're not far away from the snap. And so people went into last night's finale thinking that it was going to end with uh, half of the team turning to dust, like we saw with uh, with Avengers Infinity War. And so it's just kind of... Uh, and I also went in thinking, is that what's going to happen? But then when it didn't happen, I actually thought this was probably the right call, but also probably the only a call that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Marvel Television didn't have to make. It was probably, in in some ways, made for them because I don't think they knew that... I don't think they knew how Infinity War was going to end. And, and in fact, if you if you think back to the little hints that they gave, because there was another episode right before the third to last one, so I guess that's the fourth to last, uh, where they talked about there was a character played by Jake Busey. He was like, have you seen what's going on in New York? And then in the next episode, it was Thanos' attack. And so I think what they were doing is they were just going off of the trailers. I don't think they had any intel from Marvel Studios because we all know that uh, Marvel Studios and Marvel Television are separate. Marvel Studios now just works directly with Walt Disney Studios, even though they're all owned by the larger Disney Corporation. Marvel Studios just worked with Disney Studios. Marvel Television actually reports to the rest of Marvel Entertainment, which Marvel Studios does not do. And... We know that Marvel Studios was super, super paranoid about, and rightfully so, about spoilers getting out for Avengers Infinity War. And so I don't think they shared, because the more people you share information with, the more likely it is that those spoilers get out. The Russos were talking about, had said several times about how even most of the actors never got to read the entire script. And you could say whether or not that was true or, or whatever, but... I would imagine that, you know, they weren't sharing this across the company that, uh, you know, they kept it all within Marvel Studios. They probably didn't share it with Marvel Television. So when Marvel Television, you know, as they're in the writer's room for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they don't they probably had no idea how Infinity War was going to end. They just based it off. That's why if you really look back on those references, they're very general and also things that you could have said that you kind of could have surmised just by watching the trailers. We know there's an attack in New York in the trailers. We see that in the very first Infinity War trailer. We know that there is a, uh, we know that Thanos is attacking Earth. Uh, we, we already know that that's the whole, you know, we're part of the whole premise of Avengers Infinity War. So in the end, they didn't know. And I'm sure they didn't know that the, that the movie ends with Thanos snapping his fingers and people turning to dust. They probably didn't know that that was what, would happen, and so it, it didn't. It wouldn't have occurred to them to write a, a season finale in which uh, in which people turn to dust. And, and also, remember, they wrote and shot this finale not knowing if they were going to be renewed, and also wanting to make sure it could serve as a series uh, a series finale if necessary. And so, even if they knew about the snap, I don't even know if they could have really incorporated it because then it doesn't serve as a series finale because like it can't end like that where some characters get dusted away and we have no idea if or how they come back. Uh, you know, cause we know we're going to get follow up to infinity war. If we're not getting follow up to agents of shield, then I guess you could assume that if the heroes get brought back in Avengers four, then that means that heroes presumably get brought back in agents of shield, even if the series doesn't continue, but it would not have been a satisfying series finale for agents of shield. So I think it was, uh, 
it, it was probably fortunate that they didn't have access to that information. So that way there was no temptation to really tie it to that too closely. Uh, so I know that may have disappointed some fans, but I think ultimately, uh, it wasn't something that the writers of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. could have done anything about and ultimately probably something that they should not have done anything about. Now, as far as uh, you know, what this means for season six, because that was one of my questions is before, you know, without seeing the finale and, and without and I should have thought of this ahead of time of like, oh, there's no way they're going to turn to dust because there's no way they know about Infinity War. I, I, I should have already guessed that, but. I was curious as if they were going to turn to dust, I mean, or because even if they didn't turn to dust in the season finale, though, if they're take, if the, even though they don't have the specific information, if they are setting themselves up to be happening right alongside infinity war. And if the show is renewed for season six, then normally shield becomes back in september although this year i think it was november because they did abc did in humans first so if it was going to come back even though it got uh, renewed for like 13 episodes so it's a shortened season that maybe would have aired in the the back half of the television season maybe starting in january or february if that was going to be the case then agents of shield would actually be the first piece of technically speaking mcu canon to exist and, and be happening after Infinity War. Um, so that means they're telling what happens next after, to Earth after Infinity War before Avengers 4 does. And something about that was just never, just, it just didn't work for me. I, I didn't think it worked from either perspective. I didn't think it worked from a Marvel Studios perspective because what happens after Infinity War is not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s story to tell. And at the same time, from uh, Marvel Television's perspective, from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s perspective, it's not the story they really should tell because, it's again, it's not their story. They have their own stories to tell that they should be able to focus on. And so I think it is ultimately better uh, that the show is going to move to summer. They didn't, uh, when they announced the renewal and they announced that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to be back in summer, which means it's going to be back after Avengers 4 airs, they didn't cite Avengers Infinity War as a reason or not spoiling Avengers 4 or addressing Infinity War slash Avengers 4. They didn't mention any of that as a reason. They discussed all of it as being in relation to summer just being a place that maybe Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. can find you know more of an audience or its audience will follow it there and that that way maybe this sixth season doesn't necessarily have to be the last because they didn't say they renewed it for a sixth and final season. They uh, actually specifically said they're not saying ahead of time that this is going to be the last season. But I have to feel like whether it was something that Marvel Studios or the rest of Disney insisted on, or maybe Marvel Television was just like, look, we don't want to mess with this. Let's just come back after. Uh, I, I kind of feel like Aveng the Infinity War slash Avengers 4 issue was at least part of the reason for moving S.H.I.E.L.D. to summer. Maybe I might have that wrong, and, and maybe I'm just speculating and, and drawing connecting dots that aren't really there and don't necessarily need to be connected but that's kind of how i feel right now uh, but I, I still think it's ultimately for uh for the best i think it's the best for the overall mcu and i think it's the best for uh for agents of shield now as far as uh what happens in uh, or where agents of shield goes from here i don't think agents of shield is going to uh 
pick up with very many of the events of Avengers 4. I mean, it, it will theoretically take place after that. But again, in the same way that I don't believe Marvel Television and, and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. writers, I don't believe they had access to the information on Infinity War. I don't think they're going to have access to much information as it relates to Avengers 4, which means that if this if S.H.I.E.L.D. is coming back for Season 6 in the summer, they're going to be writing and filming the show before of at least especially the start of the season which is when you would most likely deal with avengers 4 fallout they would be writing and shooting probably most of the show um or at least the first few episodes before avengers 4 hits theaters and they even know what's happened so i don't think it will deal very directly with the events of avengers 4 and that's okay it doesn't have to so the more interesting questions to me are where does this uh, show go creatively now and Will they actually leave Coulson out of it? You know, because Coulson's not dead at the end of the episode. I mean, it's there's kind of a, a death sentence, but it's like the happiest death sentence you could ever imagine in terms of the way they handle it. And so I don't know that Coulson absolutely won't be back. For all we know, they find some miracle cure and that's it. Coulson's fine. Uh, but I, and, and I also don't know about Melinda May. Will she come back to the team or will she, if Coulson really does die, does she retire? Because uh, there are very real, there are other very real questions about this in terms of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and getting a sixth season renewal. Is part of the reason this show has been renewed and renewed for fewer episodes, is it because they know that they can come back with a a lower budget. There's no doubt that Clark Gregg is probably the highest paid actor on the show because he was the biggest star going into it. He was the one guy who had been a prominent character in the movies before the shows, before they created the show around him. So he's, I'm sure he commanded the, the highest salary. And so if he really is gone, then you have a less expensive show to make just in terms of the actors that you're paying. Uh, I would imagine that Ming-Na is probably who plays Melinda May. She's probably the second or third highest paid actress on the show. Uh, she was probably the second highest when it started because she was, besides Clark Gregg, she was probably the, the biggest star and most uh, most experienced actress going into it because everybody else was more relative unknowns, including Chloe Bennett. Now, I think maybe subsequent in subsequent seasons, Chloe Bennett could have got could have got a raise that put her equal or above. Melinda uh, Ming-Na, but, uh, and again, Melinda May could be back, but if she's not back, then you have your highest salary and one of your highest salaries, as far as the actors are concerned, off the books, and that probably makes it easier to make the show. The question is, will this show be, if Coulson doesn't come back, will this show hold its audience? Because another one of the things that caught my attention when we saw the announcement this week that it had been renewed and that it was going to be a uh, a summer debut, a summer return for the show, I started thinking about what this means. In uh, I started thinking about something else that's coming. Because uh, summer 2019 for season six of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., what else is coming along in late summer or perhaps fall 2019? Because there's not an exact date announced yet. The Disney streaming service. And what if right now maybe the plan is that they want to put the show on the on ABC in the summer 
But who's to say they don't ultimately move it to the streaming service? Because the streaming service, you would probably want to have a lower budget than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. currently has. If you reduce the cast, especially by the highest paid member of the cast and possibly another of the highest paid members of the cast, that maybe gets the show to be able to fit within the streaming service budget. And really, even though I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. could do okay in the summer... The show is largely built for a streaming service because people watch the show on demand. They don't watch it live. They do watch. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. does well when you consider like it's live plus three-day, live plus seven-day numbers. People like the show. They just don't feel the need to watch it immediately. And that actually makes it a good candidate for a streaming service. As long as it's something people want to watch, then uh, it's fine on a streaming service. It doesn't have to be the kind of thing that people would watch right away. So I don't know if it starts with season six or maybe season season six does in fact ultimately air on ABC just as the plan currently, just as has been announced this week or, and then maybe with season seven, it moves to the streaming service. I just won't be, I'm not saying any of that is what's going to happen, but I wouldn't be shocked if season six, or even if it's not season six, if like season seven or future seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, could potentially exist on the streaming service, as long as there's still interest in the show without Coulson. And I think there kind of, I, I think there might be, because clearly Coulson was not a draw for at least not for a long period of time, uh, maybe when the show initially started, but it didn't take very long for people who were only watching the show because of because of Coulson and because of the direct ties to the movies. I think a lot of those fans are gone. I think the people who are still watching the show are those who've invested in not just Coulson, but the other characters like Daisy and Mac and Yo-Yo and Fitzsimmons and on down the line. I think those are the, I think those character, I think the core audience that's left for agents of shield is into those characters. But the question is, are they into those characters enough to watch without Coulson? Or perhaps they just bring Coulson back. I mean, because if Coulson comes back, then I would be more likely to believe that the show is going to stay on ABC and not move to the streaming service, although I don't think that would I would completely rule it out if that were the case. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. I think if Coulson comes back, it's probably not something they do right away in Season 6 because that, you don't want to just completely undo your finale right away uh, but you could certainly have him walk back in as a surprise hook at uh, at any point but because it's interesting now like it almost feels like season five should have been the series finale because if they keep season six the way it looks right now in some ways it almost feels like a spinoff from uh it almost feels like a spinoff already and not necessarily the main shield show because this started with, uh, this started with Coulson. Um, so even though, and so with him being gone and then if may is gone as well, I mean, I know that Daisy has been a part of it from the beginning and so if Fitzsimmons, but it just feel this, the show already has been going in different directions in, in the most recent seasons. And so now, I mean, they're literally going to go fly off into space and find frozen fits so, and with a, a a smaller team, with a new director, it, it still kind of feels like maybe we're setting things up. It, it still feels like a new show, which it still can, and it's it's still they can still call it Agents of Shield. Of course, I'm not saying that it's only a. I'm not saying oh, it is in essence just a spinoff, and it doesn't count as the main show anymore. It still counts, 
but at that same time, it just feels like there's kind of a, there's a, a fresh start that's about to be made in, uh, in season six, unless they completely undo it right away by bringing Colson back. But unless that happens, then this does feel like kind of a, uh, this does feel like a fresh start and it's interesting to see where they go from here and how many people will be on board with it. But I do think there are fans of Mac and Yo-Yo and Daisy and Fitzsimmons that will, that will stay on board and continue to watch the show. I will come back and watch the show. I want to see what happens with this new team uh, because, you know, Colson isn't, hasn't always been the most interesting character in the series. Uh, a lot of the times he has been for me, but there've been plenty of other times where I've been more interested in what's going on with Daisy or Mac. And, and actually Mac and Yo-Yo have actually been a really interesting. They've been two very interesting characters, uh, especially in this season. So I'm actually really excited to see what happens with them next and what happens with uh, what does happen with this new team. But, Outside of me just being a fan of where things are in the story, there's also the part of me that follows these things as as a business and is also fascinated to see how people react to this show if indeed there is no Coulson, if people stick around. I kind of feel like they're going to, but I also wouldn't be shocked if they didn't. Uh, but uh, And I'm also interested to see what happens with the show in terms of are we really going to see this thing on ABC? That's probably the most likely thing, at least for season six. But I wonder if there is perhaps a longer future for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on the Disney streaming service than there is on uh, ABC. But in order to do that, I think what uh, I, I think this summer season might, for all we know, it could be a pilot program to figure out if they want to even keep Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. alive on the streaming service. I think maybe you want to see will this show retain an audience without Coulson? And if it does, then you know that maybe you have a future there on the streaming service because then it could be part of something that people will actually pay Disney money for to uh, you know, be part of. Then you actually feel like it could be a value add for the streaming service. But if you don't feel like it's going to add value, you don't want to spend money on it just for... Uh, the purposes of uh, the purposes of the streaming service, because especially since this is all ABC and it's ABC Studios, it's all owned by Disney. It's the same company. It'd be very easy to move things over to the streaming service if that's what they wanted to do. And one of the things they would have to do is have a smaller team so they could get the budget down. And now they've done that. So they just probably want to make sure that people are going to stick around and watch this smaller team that no longer has, uh, that no longer has its biggest star. Uh, but anyway... Overall, I really liked Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I enjoyed the finale. If that is the end for Coulson in the MCU, I am okay with that. As far as the Avengers are concerned, um, yeah, they, of course, just think Coulson died in the Battle of New York. It seems pretty clear at this point we are not going to see a present-day Coulson in the movies. They're just not going to address that. And at this point, it's probably for the best. Coulson has been through so much on the television show that it's just impossible to catch audiences up with all of that. And then just dealing with the fact that this guy has been operating for years now since the battle, uh, since he was seemingly killed in Avengers and why he didn't reach out to and, you know, contact other heroes and why that never became a thing. Uh, it, it's just, it's all of that is too far gone now. Uh, but I am happy that if this is the end for Coulson on the show, I think this is a good ending for him. I am, you know, I'm happy that he, whatever he has left days or weeks, I'm going to hope it's weeks. So he actually has a little more time to enjoy with Melinda May in Tahiti and they get to go parasailing and whatever, you know, as they talked about on the show, um, 
I, I hope that's the, you know, that's a good enough ending for me for Colson within agents of shield. I don't need him. Uh, I don't actually need him to come back, but I am also happy that we are going to see Clark Gregg one more time in the movies, uh, because we're going to see the younger version of Colson in the captain Marvel, of course, being set in the 1990s. So it, it kind of feels good to see. I also kind of like the order of this though. If this is, really is the last time we see Colson on the television show that we say, goodbye to him on the television show. And then we get to say one more final goodbye to, to that character via the younger version of him in the movies. And that's why I'm so happy that he has a role in captain Marvel. I knew they wouldn't bring him back in the present day for infinity war or Avengers four, but I am happy that, uh, as we get to this culmination and captain Marvel being the second to last film in these first three phases of the MCU that we get to see Coulson one more time on the big screen. So I, I like the way all of this has, has ultimately uh, the way all of this has ultimately come together. And uh, so I'm, I'm excited about it and I kind of hope they really don't, even though they are bringing the show back for season six, which maybe they didn't know for sure they were going to get to do when they wrote this ending for Coulson. I actually, I really do hope they stick with it and let this be the ending because it's a good ending for him. And then movie audiences get to see him. I get to see him one more time. Uh, anyway, that's all I have to say about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Season 5 and the finale. Uh, that's as much as I can ramble about it. Hopefully some of this was coherent and you enjoyed it. I don't know how many of you will actually listen to this episode because I know a lot of the people aren't as into uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But for those of you who stuck around and listened to this episode, thank you so much. And, of course, you can keep up with us every single day, marvelstudiosnews.com, Facebook and Instagram, at Marvel, News, uh, at Marvel Studios News, and on Twitter, at Marvel Newscast. And then, of course, you can head over to the Patreon. I've got uh, new Q&A episodes up. There won't be a Patreon credit scene for this one since it's just me here, but there will. there's a Patreon credit scene for our Avengers 4 uh, Speculation Spectacular that's already available. Our Deadpool 2 spoiler review will be available soon, and there will be a Patreon credit scene attached to that. And you can get all of that information at patreon.com slash Marvel Studios News. But anyway, thank you as always for listening. Once again, for Marvel Studios News, my name is Sean Gerber. Take care.